the pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89.9. experience of being in the area for a while you would have seen a lot of different changes like you would have, and I think the knowledge you have would be magnificent and you know things that we probably wish we could have seen or maybe not but just touching on the floods that have just come through what we're doing you said when you were talking before you've seen them from the Windsor side and now you're looking at it from the other side yes I was as I said I'm born in Windsor uh, born in Craignish Hospital for people who've been in the Hawkesbury know roughly now how old I am. Yeah. Uh, with Sister Edwards there. And I lived in what was Richmond Road in yeah. those days, now Hawkesbury Valley Way, not very far from uh, Rickaby's Creek. Oh, okay. And, and just start looking over the golf course. And when I was a boy, I did what boys did, which you wouldn't do today. When there was a small flood, remember the bridge at Rickaby's Creek was lower then, they've yeah. replaced it and made it higher, yeah. and cars wanting to get to the raft base would sometimes get caught in yeah. there, and so a group of us would be in the water uh, helping to push the cars through. <laughs> there, was, there was a story, and I was never involved in it, that uh, if you put a potato up the exhaust pipe, that would stall the car and that would allow you to push the cars through and people wanting to get to the RAF base, RAF personnel, yeah. might give you two shillings to help push the car through. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a, a, an industry going on yeah. there. Yeah, so you were, quite, you were quite happy if the floods came in. It was a bit of pocket oh, yes. money. Well, they were small floods, of course. It, yeah. Once it got big, of course, it was far too deep in Rickabish yeah. Creek to do that. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot of floods oh, yes. growing up yes, for you? Yes. Like if you look oh, yes. at the first 20 years of your life... Do you remember a lot of floods in that time? Uh, yes, there were a lot in, through the 50s. And, yeah. of course, I remember the 1961 flood, which was over 15 metres, which is the biggest one in my lifetime. Yeah. And that's what I started to work at that year. So I yeah. came across the viaduct uh, from where I was to get home in time, one of the last trains to go over the viaduct, which was the wooden viaduct right. between uh, Windsor and Mulgrave, yeah. uh, which you wouldn't do today in a train to do that. And... Uh, and my mother-in-law lived in a house and their property backed on to Rickaby's Creek wow. and it came up to their backyard without actually entering their backyard. Mm. So how far did you get up in Windsor then? I just touched over 15 metres at Windsor. Yeah. So if for people giving them a visual, like if we looked at the Macquarie Arms, where would it have come up to there? Oh, it would, to the doctor's house, yep. people got out of a boat to stand on the upper storey. Of the doctor's house. Of the wow. doctor's house. Wow, that's yes. amazing. If well, you think of if you think of Thompson Square, yeah. where it starts to dip down, yeah. roughly that's where the water right. came to. Okay. Yes, and of course it had houses such as uh, um, Ross Street. Yes. Would have been well yeah. and truly flooded. Yeah. So uh, we would have been under. Yeah. Really, you think about yeah. it, uh, South Creek, all that. Yeah. When you were growing up, you're saying like the the fifties. Did you have a couple of floods within a year, or was oh, it? Oh yes, you yes, did one right. Flood there, so multiple. Talk yeah. talk about that. When, when can you remember when the floods were? Like obviously, we seem to be the end of February, March. We have our floods at the moment. Yes. When were the floods for you? Oh, a bit vague now, but they were scattered 
throughout yeah. the year, but most of them were, were at that time. Yeah, always around the same time. Just yeah, I just wonder if there was a pattern. I was looking at a, at a pattern because yeah, you're saying anal- the f- an analyst, an analyst. Yeah, well, that's I mean that's what we're that all word. starting to look it up now. But you're saying yeah. in the fifties, see the dam didn't come through until the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did want to see. Do the you think it's worse from having the dam, Harry? Uh, <laughs> let's let's touch the, the the elephant in the room in a sense. That's the current raising of the dam wall because that's yeah. important. Obviously, if you raise the dam wall, there will be a number of floods that will be ameliorated. Yep. It will not be as high. Mm-hmm. It will not touch the, the floods coming down the Nepean. Yes. In one flood, and by then I was over on the western side of the river, yep. we didn't have a drop of rain here and not a drop of rain fell in Warragamba really and it all came down the Nepean. Right. And last year it basically came down the gross. This yes, time right. it basically came down the gross to start with until the other rivers came in to flow. Yes. So you're not going to stop those floods, but you'll certainly ameliorate them. Yep. My concern is, and uh, up front I put a, a submission in objecting to it, not because uh, I don't want people's lives to be damaged, but I looked at what happened in Queensland and in, in northern New South Wales, and I looked at people's lives being lost, and that's because people built on the floodplain. Yep. And that, to me, is the key issue. I, I'm sorry slightly being political, I'm not anti the government because yep. I can see a lot of value in raising the damn wall. Yes. Uh, but it's not, if you build, continue to build houses on the floodplain, you're going to create more lives that are going to be lost. Mm. But the, certainly the, the, uh, the, the raising of the damn wall would stop, ameliorate a number of floods. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, um, I think, the, the issue here is whether or not the building of more properties, the property development will continue. And the problem with that is what is said today may not be tomorrow. Exactly. I I was on the Hawkesbury Council's floodplain advisory committee. Yes. And we made a number of recommendations Mm. and which of those sort of committees, you know they go nowhere. You Mm. may... And I was on that committee hopefully to uh, ensure that information coming to the public was up to date and current in terms of uh, bridge closures Mm. because that affected me at that time and uh, in the flood last year a little funny story to me my daughter who lives on our side of the river Mm. uh, was at Rouse Hill and her husband works for the railways in the I call him the fat controller, train controller. <laughs> He's in the big board at now Green Square. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, he rang up and said to my daughter, look, you better get home. And she said, I've looked at the bomb site. I've looked at the SES information. I've got time. Mm. No, no, they didn't. No. And I, when I was in another campaign, there were people coming and saying all sorts of things as to when the bridge would going to be closed and I saw school buses going home 12 hours before the bridge was cut mm. yeah and that is not good the no. art to the community in today's world we should be able to to indicate exactly when bridges are going to be cut now I may be talking old times here because I can't tell you how effective it was this time because I wasn't it wasn't part of my life to know when yeah. the bridge is going to be cut because I was safe where I was but I do know, as I came across North Richmond Bridge, that the railings 
had not been put down. Yes. And in the old days, they would have been put down yeah. and they weren't put down last flood. And right. the railings on the new Windsor Bridge were explained to us were to be engineered in such a way that they would fall over as the, ra- the pressure of the water pushed them through. Right. Um, last time, that did not occur. Right. And I'm told, and I haven't checked it, so it's probably yep. in wrong, wrong information, that they didn't fall down this time. And it's No, they didn't fall down. I mean, I've walked across that bridge a few times. Um, it's a regular walk that I, I take the dog on. And, geez, they'd be hard-pressed to be pushed down. The bolts that run through them, uh, I, I, I can't see them falling over. I mean, they, they're they there to stay. I, I raised that with the now Transport for New South Wales, and they said, no, it's all been engineered to once a certain pressure comes. But I've looked at them, and I can see cotter pins. Yeah. And I thought they would fall over. Yeah, the over. old cotter pin, yeah, yeah. But the bolts, I, I couldn't see how they would. No, they're away. massive. They're, they, uh, yeah. you know, they're, so, they're bolted in. <laughs> they're so bolts we, that are bolted in. Yeah. If you get floods, then there's going to be recurrent costs. Mm. And that, that's a pity because that money could have been better spent yeah. helping people mm. at least more, it said. Mm. But I think that was quite um, very much said that, you know, why weren't the rails take down? That, or everyone's over it. The community's over that. They know. Yes. Not over it like I'm over it. But they know. They've got a knowing that those rails need to go. So maybe that needs to be something that uh, New South Wales Transport, whatever they're called, need to critique that and say, okay, Yes. We, we need to address this situation because we're only going to have this happen time and time again. Talking about levels and bridges, I find this very interesting. I've been posting some stuff up on our Facebook site, Scott, and it was about uh, Yarramundi. Now, I have friends up in Yarramundi and they had a creek or something that was behind them that was flooded and, of course, it was flooded on Yarramundi Bridge. So that was definitely cut. And it wasn't just them. It was a lot of people, right? And when I was talking to SES, they were like, well, you know, we can get to them. I said, no, 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 there's no problems. But the problem they had is lack of information, which is what you're saying, Harry. Um, and I actually took this – well, didn't take it up. I, I mentioned it to uh, David on the SES when I was chatting to him last week. And they wanted to know, when is our bridge going to open? What is the level? My friend texted me and she said, I'd love to know what the level of the bridge is. And I said, yeah, no worries, I'll, I'll find that out for you. And I'm like, well, hang on, I can't find that out, you know. Yeah. Um, and anyway, he said to me that it's probably Water New South Wales that have to put in a water gauge there and that they haven't. So I, I'll find the truth of that one out. But I do agree with you. I mean, really Yarramundi... They're always first to go under. Yes. They did. A no. lot of people, of course, are talking. Well, that bridge was only built probably in the last 10, 15 years, a new a bit, one. A bit longer, yeah. Yeah, all right, 20. Um, why wasn't it higher? Like, yes. it could have easily... We've got higher banks either side of that. Not like we do over in Windsor where we go down into a floodplain anyway. It'd be really hard to work out how to do that because you'd be building... A huge road up so high for so many kilometres. Mm-hmm. But with Yarramundi, was it because that it's Yarramundi and there's not enough people and we don't need to worry about them? <laughs> or was that too truthful, was it? Yeah, no, not at all. The, the story I heard, and I stress it's a story I heard rather than information, was at the time it was they claimed it would cost uh, one or two million dollars more to put the bridge from high ground to high ground. Mm. Now, in today's terms, that's... Nothing. Not nothing. So mm. no, it was financial, as I was told. Yeah. There. 
Yeah. Now, the Windsor Bridge, uh, when they close that, it um, is 9.8 as its lowest point there. And the Transport for New South Wales used to be RMS. Regulation now is that they will make a decision as to when the bridge is closed or open somewhere between half a metre below the soffit, the underside of the bridge, and 9.8 metres. Mm. Now, in the past, uh, they used to close... Their, their policy was to start closing the bridges half a metre below the soffit. Mm. Now they've made it uh, a range, so you've left it to somebody else. So to have clear information yes. is, um, is, hard. Is, is hard to find out yeah. because someone then will make a decision mm. as to... Uh, as to what the when the bridge will be opened, of course, once the water goes off, they also have to clear the bridge and have to check its That's safety. Right. Yeah. And the irony is that uh, Wilberforce Road is closed roughly about eight point five meters at Buttsworth Creek, mm. and uh, if you so to get to there, you've got to go down Freeman's Reach Road, mm. then, and the Freeman's Reach Road is damaged again. Yes, severely damaged, isn't it? Yes, and that's a concern to me. Um, I, again, I don't know, this is my truth, I don't know the other people's truth, is that I suspect the levee bank along the Freeman's Reach side has been altered through farming practices and allowed water to rush through there. Yeah. And that created a, a current. Yeah. So if I go back to my side, I look over the Richmond lowlands. Yes. Now, I, when I went there in 1969... I remember one of the early floods, it might have even been the 78, which was a 14-metre flood. Yep. I watched the water back up from, it must have been Rickaby's Creek, yep. all along Richmond, underneath wow. Francis Street, yeah. and then it, almost to the end, and then it rushed towards us. Yep. We could see it bubbling down yeah. as it came towards the river, yep. and the river had to reach about 42 feet before it broke the bank on the Richmond lowlands to meet the water that was backup water. Yep. And uh, but since then, the last two floods, the water has come up at the raft base and has spread gently across the lowlands. Yep. So I don't know what's changed between what we watched with amazement yep. and heard yes. the water bubbling and rushing as it came forward. But you said what's happened in the past can't be totally transferred to what's going to happen in the future. No, no. And all floods, that's one thing, have different characteristics. Yes. And the more houses we have being built, the less land there is to absorb the rain, yes. the moisture, and the more it flows down. Now, um, there was a small flood not so many years ago and... I had a friend who was working at McGrath's Hill and he rang me up and said, I'm, I'm seeing the water run from Mackenzie's Creek back across McGrath's Hill Flats, not coming from South Creek. Right. Now, when I raised that with council officers yeah. and with not... I'll mention Kevin's name. Kevin Jones from SES is a person I hold in the highest esteem. He's a nice he, fellow. He knows. He's, he's got right enough. So it wasn't with him, but people at the lower level, they poo-hooed it. And yet I went when the floods were down and watched where the reeds had moved. Yes. Now, water coming down Mackenzie's Creek has to come from Kalani, Kalani Chain of Ponds, which goes into parts of Rouse Hill and Schofields. Right. And so that housing development 
yes. change where the water comes. Yes. And I've heard rumours that South Creek now floods in a slightly different way than it used to with all the houses. Well, I back on to South Creek and we went through last year's floods. It was different this year. Mm. It seemed to... Last year, it w- it seemed to be slower to come in where... And I'm, I'm exaggerating it, but you'd look at it for one hour and it would know, be 10 centimetres and in two hours it was a, you know, uh, half a metre. This year, it definitely came in quicker where... When it was going over the back fence, I was looking at it for thirty or forty minutes and watching it go up. Mm. Do you know? And I haven't, I haven't found this information yet. You know where Hawkesbury Valley uh, Way is, the bridge and your Mulgrave. When the water fills up there, how does it run off? Do you know? Does it have to go back into South Creek and then South Creek runs um, into the Hawkesbury, or does it? Head out South Windsor Way. I mean, do you know how it actually flows out? No, I'm sorry. I, I no, don't nobody, know how that, how nobody really seems to know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I, I really can't find anything well, on the, it. The thing is that when you talk about the developments, and I didn't think about the fact, Harry, that there's less land to absorb the water, but I had someone that I spoke to over the week, and, and he mentioned a fellow that was in council that now does some sort of statistics regarding the flooding and the flow of water and things. And all these houses all have drains, so where does it drain to? Mm-hmm. So this is what I was looking at, and I was looking from that aspect of, well, where is it all draining to? Because all that water that would have been back and evenly distributed on the land is on roofs, is on drains, we've got toilets, we've got our washing up and our, th- our baths, our showers, everything that we wouldn't have had, and where does that all flow to? And, I mean, it, there's an answer to that. There would have to be plans, engineer plans, of where all this flows to. But this is what the development of the property, what it does do. And, you know, we're going to put, what, 250,000 more people in Apparently there. so. That's what they're looking at. Because I went and looked at Riverston on, the, on Saturday. I was interested to see what their flow was like. And, I mean, I can't think of some of the roads I went down because it's new estate. Yeah. But it was still rushing. Like, I'm talking a few inches of water still running down a road. Um, to, I don't know where. don't know where it was going. I mean, to, to me, it's got to it's gotta go to the river. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to go yeah. to the river. But yeah, I just don't know. I guess the question I'm after is the points that it actually gets to the river. Are we yeah. managing those points? Because saying at South Creek... Last year, we watched the tidal effect, you know, and I remember being, that was my first flood, and I remember on, because Colourbond Fence, and I remember it going down about 20 centimetres, going, wow, you know, it's finally going down, but then the tide came back in, (laughs) you know, and there was that whole sigh from the neighbourhood, oh, no, it's back. But that didn't seem to happen this year. It just seemed to drop where the tide didn't affect it, and that's where I can't really work out where, and I'm harping in on this, but... Where is it actually flowing out to? Or that massive water surely can't be going to one choke point. It's got to be going you know, various locations, and I don't know. I really can't tell. Well, the, the creeks that flow into the Hawkesbury, you've got the South Creek and the Eastern Creek, and all those feed into South Creek mm-hmm. up there, and, the, and Mackenzie's Creek, and, of course, uh, Cat Eye Creek, and houses around... Rouse Hill, some of them will go down Cat Eye Creek and some will go down Kalani Chain of Ponds. Wow. Yeah. It's widespread, isn't it? It does. 
One more question I've got. 15-metre flood. Yep. Well, that was back in, you are saying, 1960. How long did that take to drain? And, and two questions, really. How long did it take to drain? And when did life become normal back in the Hawkesbury? <laughs> I can't answer that one. Harry's still remember. waiting for normal life. <laughs> 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 the, the flood this this year, of course, has was had two little spurts. Yes, in, yes. And, and the ground had, was so sodden, so sodden that nothing was soaking in anyway. No. Because no. we'd had rain almost all this summer. Mm. And I know in my place, I'd be walking and going down into my into the ground. Mm. It was so sodden. Yep. And so it's taken a long time this time. But in, in 1961, uh, once the flood went down, I went back to work. So that's wow. the way it was. That's the way it was. You just yes, did it, didn't you? You just did it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, later on we had a flood and I, my, in education and I drove once around the mountains up through Bell and across oh, yeah, the Causeway. Yeah. And, yep. and I did it once because I didn't do it ever again. It took me about two and a half hours. <laughs> but it was so foggy and the... Uh, I, I struck all the going to school traffic. Oh, oh yes, yes, well. yeah. 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 Well, look, thank you very much for coming in today, Harry. It was great to actually get your knowledge of the floods and what you've seen and the levels and you talking to council, being on the, um, you know, forums and all that for yeah. the flood mitigation. I, I, it, I think people's opinions and perspectives are very interesting and I think that for the rest of the Hawkesbury folk out there, it's good for them to learn and to learn what's been going on. Mm. So for that, I appreciate your time and coming in this morning. Just, just if I make one comment before I go, go in terms of the, the dam, mm. it intrigues to me, and of course this is both political parties, the same, I'm taking judgment that way, but they make this, the comment, I wish people would get out of the road and let us just raise the dam wall. Now this dam wall being raised has been going on 20, 30 years. <laughs> it, it hasn't been stopped by people. And if people are putting things on Facebook, that yeah. doesn't stop the government from doing no. what it has to do. There are obviously people within the government itself yeah. realise that it's not a simple solution, solution, which on the surface it appears to be a simple solution. Might happen now. Kerry Stokes it, is involved. Sorry? Might yeah. happen now. Kerry Stokes is involved. Oh, right. Okay, well, he's got apparently half shares oh, of right. the lakes and he could build an empire of whatever, so yeah. you never know. No. It might be what money plays. You never yeah, know. You never know. Yeah. Well, you thank might. you very oh. much. Appreciate it. Lovely. Very good. Thank you for inviting yeah. me. And you're listening to Pulse FM on The Brecky Show with Scotty and Catherine. The Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse 89.9. 89.